Grace Auburn Church here in Auburn, Alabama. You're listening to the Grace Auburn Church Podcast on this week's episode. I, Lee Cadden, executive pastor here at Grace Auburn Church, had the privilege to sit down with longtime friend uh, and co-worker Jared Holt. Jared serves as our creative arts director and uh, serves in a, in a large capacity on Sunday morning in leading worship, but also uh, really provides overall leadership and direction for all of our musicians, all of our uh, singers, those who help lead us in corporate worship on Sundays, as well as using uh, his talents uh, as a designer to create graphics and signage and all things uh, social media workings alongside of our communications team. Uh, I've known Jared for a long time, and so this conversation was a lot of fun for me personally to hear him tell the story of God's leading all the way back uh, as a young man and even into his adolescence. Uh, and having been on staff at the church where he was and his family was in those days, it's fun to hear him tell the story. And so uh, if what you know of Jared is him behind the guitar, I'm excited to share this episode with you as he shares uh, a deep and growing love for the local church, specifically for our church and how he's excited for all that lay ahead. You're listening to the Grace Auburn Church Podcast, and this is my conversation with Jared Holt. So we're continuing a conversation today with members of our staff, both as a means of introducing them to the people of Grace Auburn Church and anybody else that they may share these podcasts with. But really, the point of these stories as we're sharing them is to give glory to God as He leads His people into the Mm -hmm. holiness of work. And so I'm joined today by Jared Holt. Welcome, brother. Hello. Hello. Glad to be here. This has been uh, such a fun season for me because I know everyone's stories. I know yours probably better than anybody else on Mm. staff. Uh, Having known you and your family for a long time, I'm sure we'll get into some of that in just a few moments. But we continue in this series asking the questions, uh, really, really two questions. The first being, when you felt the Lord's leading into vocational ministry, who were the voices or who was the voice that was there saying, Yes, I see that in you. I confirm the Lord's calling in your life. I know I've shared mm-hmm. in a couple of different places that for me, those were really um, authors that I had never met that were mm-hmm. really confirming the idea of a vocational calling into pastoral ministry. And then mm-hmm. the second question is where we'll get to, where we'll wrap up our conversation is why work for a church? Why would you want to do this job. And so while I may know much of your story, Jared, I'd love for you to go all the way back to wherever you want to start uh, within your childhood and music, uh, your working into the local church. Share with us just your journey into worship leading and then the Lord's leading in your life to do more than just sing songs, but to really lead and usher in a spirit of worship wherever it is that the Lord may take you. So however you want to start that, wherever you want to go from. Awesome. All right. Yeah. See where I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, so kind of alluded to it. Our stories are really connected. Um, I'm from Auburn, was born, raised here, raised in the church. Um, from a young age, um, my brother actually, so I have an older brother, um, his name's Taylor. Um, he got into music, and I think it was just through a friend. Um mm. 
and he got into music and then somehow that led to my mom wanting to start like a family band with all of us (laughs) (laughs) Um, if you can even call it that Um, which was awesome so like my brother played guitar and and the keyboard and um, I played bass my brother played the drums Mm. Um, and so really that's how we stepped into music prior to that Um, like a lot of kids um, at a young age was all baseball was all sports and and Mm. that sort of thing Mm. Um, but then stepped into music I think at first I was horrible and um, just liked to have fun and be a goofball and and make my (laughs) brothers um, which probably annoyed them a ton Um, and so that's how initially I got into it but then really from that point so much of it was following in my brother's footsteps. Yeah. He really was the one, um, he started serving in our youth group. He would lead um, for those services. Um, and then eventually he went on to um, intern for the local church that we'd been a part of um, and got involved um, in leading like during the Sunday morning services. And so a lot of it was me seeing him do that um, and just had this kind of love for it. I had this like, hey, I'm I'm not so bad at this. I can yeah. I can carry a tune, I can play an instrument sort of thing. Um and a part of that a lot of that was also um throughout high school did all things mm. show choir and theater and um the Lord certainly used those things just in shaping me and molding me. Um but then it was really so once my brother got into it, um at that same local church, uh, two people come to mind who really got me into that. Um, and in following my brother's footsteps, I ended up interning at that same church as well. And Dustin Adams is his name, who's at Cornerstone. Um, he really spoke to me, and at the time I couldn't play acoustic guitar, and I, I'd never really <laughs> led. Um, or I think I tried to with, with a bass and a, a ukulele or something like that. And if you know anything about leading worship, that doesn't work very well. Um, so really it was just like a, Hey, um, you really need to learn to play acoustic and it's something as small as that. Yeah. Um, kind of was like, okay, let's give this thing a try. And, um, obviously was horrible at it at first. Um, and I think really getting into it, there was never this specific moment of, okay, this is what I'm called to go and go and do is more so, Hey, I'm, I'm decent at this I enjoy doing it and then over time it's like really when I when I first got into music in the first place was totally early sleeting was totally not for the right reasons it was mm. totally because I thought it was cool and I thought the guys who were doing that thing looked awesome and sure that sort of thing and, and the Lord um in his mercy and grace um mm. has has taught me so much more to what I do it's 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 way more pastoral than I realized it's yeah. there's just way way more there and and um I've fallen in love with that. Um, but really, yeah, it came from just the, the leaders of my local church speaking into me and, and uh, I guess, calling me into that. Well, and it's a good reminder that oftentimes we tend to individualize. Well, we're Americans, so we individualize everything. And I think oftentimes yeah. we individualize our jobs. We individualize our finances. I mean, think about if you were to you know, show up at community group and you were to start asking people to disclose how much they spend on this or that. Like Finances have this way of also being super private and individualized. Yep. 
Oftentimes, I think we think the same thing about our jobs and our vocation, that Mm. I'm going to do whatever I think is best for me. But your story is actually one of the Lord leading you into the role you are now in simply because someone said, hey, you should do this. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's such a testimony to faithful community, and mm. we love the Adams very much as well. For those of you who don't know, uh, the the church that really raised and grew up Jared and his worship leading is also the same church that raised and grew up me and all things yeah, yeah, yeah. being a pastor. So I spent <laughs> a decade there as uh, associate pastor and director of college ministries before that, doing college ministry uh, for that entire decade, and they have been such a gift in sending not only you, but sending me as well to yeah, be yeah. a part of Grace Auburn and the, the the culture of a church that calls out, that yeah, yeah. both in areas of sin where things are in need of being called out, but in, in, mm. then in areas where like, I think sometimes people have just latent talent ready to be used for the kingdom of God with yeah, yeah. no sense of direction. <laughs> and, <laughs> totally. so, and sometimes, well, or, or you end up in it. You end up in worship leading because it looks cool. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Well, on the scale of eternity, not a great reason to pick a vocation and job career direction, but the Lord used that yeah. at an early formative age, truly for you in high school. Yeah. To yeah, bring yeah. to bring you into college, following into following your in your brother's footsteps with a a, a voice or two or three, if we count your moms, of, <laughs> of just yeah. consistent, hey, you are gifted in this, and the Lord could be glorified if. Yeah. That's such a beautiful, beautiful picture of local church pastors and leaders seeing your ability, your talent, Mm. your giftings, and saying, hey, you could go this way. Yeah, yeah. Or you could go this way. Yeah. Um, All right, so you you come into college, you're following your brother's footsteps. Uh, Aside, Taylor interned in that college (laughs) ministry, his brother, when I was leading campus ministry there. And so... Um, really a joy to see the Lord's continued faithfulness to use that church in, in a myriad of ways. Oh, yeah. But you follow in his footsteps. You end up as an intern there, serve, yes. serving alongside Dustin Adams, their worship leader. Yes. Share that three-and-a-half-year experience, three-year experience as an intern. Sh- mm. share, share that experience of development, of learning. You, you alluded to, and I want you to really lean into the idea that this is so much more than leading songs. Mm. But it is pastoral. So, how did the Lord use those years to form you and to really be someone who was ready to be sent to us as a, yeah, church, yeah. As, as a church plant? That's good. Yeah, with Dustin, um, we're just interning. Um, really, so much of it was him just um, bringing me alongside with him. Um, and a lot of that was. I mean, so much of it was just watching him and, um, yeah, kind of, hey, you do what I do and yeah. let's talk about it sort of thing. And then yeah. I'll give you an opportunity and let and let you try that and, and, and see that. And um, I know we would meet, I think, weekly and mm. go through books together and mm. have conversations. Um, and so I think so much of... Um, me just learning, okay, this is way more than just you're standing on a stage in most cases and, and playing an instrument and singing so people can follow you. Um, he kind of 
Tommy. I mean, really in general, it's it was more of just learning about worship itself. Worship mm. is is so much more than than um, the playing of the instruments on the stage, and especially as somebody who's a leader, it's it's um, you know you you have to model that, you have to um, right. live that's that right. out and walk that out. Um, and I think that's a lot of what Dustin did. He kind of um, mm. changed my frame of, of, okay, worship is this thing that's much bigger. And, and um, I think that was through like meeting and talking and yeah. um, then him kind of giving me a chance. Um, he, he would allow me to leave for college services and things of that sort. Um, and it's kind of this combo of Dustin walking faithfully in what he was called to. And then I think the Lord teaching me and Mm. shaping me and and so much of, I mean, any leader within the church, um, it's, it's, yeah, you can, you can practice and and that sort of thing. But if you're not spending time in the word, if you're not um, growing as a disciple, if you're not growing as a child of God, um, it's like that's really what's important. Yeah. Um, I think Dustin, Dustin, just kind of walked through that alongside me and with me. Was there a moment? I love your testimony to Dustin's faithfulness to just say, mm. "Hey, come and do with, yeah, yeah. come and let me teach and show." And Dustin, I think if you were here having this conversation with us, he would say it was really my joy and honor to bring along with. Yeah, yeah. It's actually been a, a huge joy of mine to watch you now doing the same thing mm. with yeah, yeah. younger musicians, <laughs> with college students, whether cool. it be for uh, you know students or it be for campus uh, in a variety of formats. It's been, it's been a lot of fun to see yeah, yeah. now multiple <laughs> generations of leaders coming out of really his faithful witness to say, hey, we have unique giftings and skill sets that put us in unique positions, but we are leading a group of people who are all equal in the eyes of the Lord in terms yeah. of their worship of Him. And I, I said that, and I think in the very beginning of this series of conversations, that while our roles in the church are no more, um, let's say, worthy in the kingdom, they yeah. they are in this season of the world before Jesus comes back, uh, they are unique, and they come with their own set of pressures, and they come with their own uh, unique sets of burdens as we walk alongside of uh, the people of Grace Auburn Church as shepherds. So I'd love to hear, I'd love to know, was there, what what switched? You went from being mm. a young uh, bass player that was told he needed to <laughs> learn to play acoustic, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I think people would laugh to know that there was a moment where you couldn't play acoustic. Totally. And really, you went from from that idea of this is cool, yeah, and I like the way this looks, yeah, yeah, to really sensing a call to be a worship, not just leader, but a worship pastor. That's a that's a distinction we've made here in bringing you onto our staff team. Mm. Was there a moment where you knew, man, I could do I could do this yeah, for yeah. a really long time? Kind of walk us through your not not necessarily your whole Auburn experience, but. Uh, graduating uh, with the degree that you have and, mm. it, and it, it's being utilized as much uh, maybe behind the scenes in a lot of ways here yeah, at Grace yeah. Auburn Church. But I think there, there was a moment I'd love to hear, and I think our, our, our listeners, our body would love to hear, where you went from this is cool to, Lord, I think you're calling me into this. Mm. Yeah, that's good. 
so it was really in college, um, which I went to Auburn. Uh, my degree is in graphic design. Kind of the plan um, going into college was when I knew I wanted to intern at Cornerstone um, under Dustin, and then I knew I wanted to go to Auburn in graphic design, and I knew, or I was hoping those would work really well, um, and I knew that that was a need within the local church um, just in our current day. Um, yeah, really it was in starting college, freshman year, kicked my butt, um, and you're out on your own. I moved out, and, um, you know, life becomes more real. Um, mm. I'm still mm. um, still very young, um, but even just that, that life change. Um, and so that was kind of this moment of, okay, um, who is the Lord to you? What is, what is your faith? What is, um, what does it look like to follow Jesus now that you're not mm. under your parents' roof yeah. kind of thing? Um, and so it was kind of within this and, and you spoke a word to me early on. Um, this is sort of later in college, but, um, now looking back on that season, it was the Lord, um, chastening me and, and mm. going through seasons of, um, anxiety and having to, to grow and um, just putting sin to death and, and growing as um, somebody who walks in obedience and that sort of thing. That was early, early on in college. Um, and while doing all of that, I was also interning. Mm. So it was really those, um, I mean, those are just so connected mm. um, and were happening at the same time. But I guess really that main shift of, okay, um, guess you could say worship leader to worship pastor I think I'm in the middle of that right now like certainly um would not grab at that title pastor as I've learned more what it means (laughs) um just the burden and the high calling that pastor is um definitely something um I admire and desire and and um I believe the the Lord is doing in my own heart um but yeah it's I'm definitely in this process of of learning okay Yes, you can pastor and shepherd people through picking songs for a Sunday, and um, you're giving people um, words to to sing to the Lord, and, and they'll walk away with those. Um, and then just understanding what actually is happening when you're leading. Like, okay, each Sunday this is um, we were just talking about this, and and I'm a meeting with some of our worship team, um, but each Sunday is this union in a sense of the bride and the groom it's it's the church christ's bride um coming together the lord has called us together and so we as the worship leaders um get to play this part of um yeah let's turn our eyes to the lord behold the lord and we get out of the way um and really this this past year and and past couple years the lord has just been teaching me um and giving me a knowledge of of what is worship i think um there's a lot that, that goes into that and and um as i've just kind of grown in that understanding of yeah what does it mean to be a worshiper what does it mean to be a priest what does it mean to offer up your life as a living sacrifice sort of thing mm. um it's the more i learn about it the more i love it the more i love the bride of christ the more i love what i get to do mm. um so really yeah with with a lot of this story it's there's not these defining moments 
I think definitely in coming to grace. Yeah. Um, that was a big shift of, okay, you're not under um, somebody else's, um, <laughs> nobody's, uh, you don't have a, a worship leader to look up to. It's, it's, you're on your own and, and so graciously coming here with you, with Matt, yeah. um, having guys like you to speak into my life and kind of direct. Mm. Like, it's funny, just the time that I've been here at Grace to where I am now is like so different. <laughs> um, but it's been, it's been really, really good. And, and the Lord has just continued to, um, mm. yeah, to teach me and, 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 um, walk with me and, and so much failure and so much, mm. okay, that's not how you're supposed to do that. And that's <laughs> those sorts of things. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's been really good. It has been, there are, there are moments, I think there are people in your life that you can look and watch them grow and watch them progress from where you see so much ability and capacity. And I, and I think in the moment, like your senior year in college, mm. you're, you're not sitting there going, man, I'm the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> and when it, co- like when it comes to worship leading on acoustic guitar, I may be the best. Like that is not at all. <laughs> certainly not. Yeah. That is not at all the posture, but you don't know what you don't know yeah, yeah. when you're 20, 21, 22. And now you reference in looking back at the last several years with us, your senior year, being on part-time staff with us, you graduating, coming on full-time, now you yep. being a, a seminarian at Christ yes. Our Redeemer Seminary and the Lord growing you that way in terms of your identity, but also your vocation and calling, all of those things. And then life kind of adding in of failing in this way, succeeding in this way, adulting in this way, learning mm. that's not that's not actually how adults <laughs> live their life. Like all those things, it's been a real gift enjoy for me to watch you grow and step into mm. this season with us yeah, yeah. To, to begin your let's call it vocational career as worship pastor in the becoming and I think you're right to say leader um, definitely called to be a pastor mm. but the Lord has graciously put you on a a track towards that in yeah, terms yeah. of your not worship leading on Sunday mornings, but really collectively, how do we as a group of people pastor this, the bride of Christ that yeah. gathers here to use similar language to that? Yeah. yeah. But uniquely to mm. your uh, both giftings, your education background, your skill sets, mm. I, I've said this every week that there, there are a whole host of other jobs yeah, yeah. out there. Um but as far as a cool factor from zero to 10 in, to- yeah. in today's world, your <laughs> giftings and skill sets, and so there, there may be other staff members that take offense at this. I'm just going <laughs> to say that I believe your sk- skills and giftings put you in a possible working world mm. that far outkick in terms of pace and notoriety and reputation and celebrity, even, mm. if, even if we just talk about music. Yeah a whole host of things you could be doing with your life. Yeah. Why in the world would you want to work for a church? Specifically, why would you want to work here at Grace Auburn? (laughs) I love that. Um, You don't have to tell people that I said you could have the coolest job. Well, it's funny you say that. Like when when I hear people, well, it's funny. Um, Yeah, really, I think it's, it's the Lord's, I mean, this is, it's his grace that, um, I really could never make it in like the actual music world. Like I promise you, I know 
the basics, like not growing up playing guitar. Um, it was kind of, um, kind of a gift that when I learned to play acoustic, it was also learning to lead in the service. So it was never like, um, I guess the Lord, you know, he's given me a voice. Like that's something, I mean, the Lord gives each of us, um, different tools and things just to use for his glory to serve his people. Um, but you didn't learn those things separately. You learned worship leading and music all at the same time. Yeah. It was kind of all this connected thing. And really like I have zero desire to, uh, like I don't, like I would never want to play anywhere else or any anything sort of like that. Really, I tell people all the time, like what I get to do um, in terms of leading on a Sunday morning, um, like is mm. the best, like it's a dream job. It mm. really is. Um, mm. Getting to, I mean, you get to see people worshiping the Lord and, and um, to be a part of that is like, one of the most beautiful things. Um, and so really there was never this question of, Oh, could I go do something else with music? Cause I never would have made it in that world. (laughs) Moved to Nashville, Nashville, start a band. No No desire or, uh, (laughs) um, would totally fail at that. Um, Mm. so it's actually been really cool. Um, yeah, just to, to see that play out, but, but really it is, um, a dream job. And the more I learn about it, um, which there's just so much there, like the Lord has, has, and this is partly through seminary and also just through the past year of working here is like, okay, I think the the Lord gives each of us these particular callings and they, they play themselves out and, um, or they can play themselves out in, in different vocations and different careers and such. Um, like for me, I want to see people worship the Lord and, 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 um, not only on a Sunday morning, but, um, living their life, as Paul says, like in view of God's mercy, um, they are offering up their lives as a living sacrifice. They're pouring out their lives as Jesus, um, demonstrated for us Mm. in worship. Um, and that can be in so many different things and been learning so much about the priesthood of believers. So, um, like part of my role is, is, to make sure people know that, Hey, you are a priest. Like Mm. even just on a Sunday morning, it's like the people out here in the seats, um, far outnumber us on the stage. And so part of our role is to empower them as the priest, like, Hey, you guys, we're here to minister to the Lord. Um, Mm. it's funny. I, I once heard somebody say like, you know, in heaven, we won't have worship leaders. And, and, and And the guy who said that he was like, I think one will just be so um, completely aware of who we're worshiping. Like we don't need anybody to tell us that or to lead us in that. Um, And then the other, he was making the joke, like we'll be in white robes. We'll know our priestly responsibility. Um, And like, that's what we want to see one on a Sunday morning, but also in our lives. Like as priests, yes, we come together um, as walking temples, as people filled with the Holy Spirit, and then we leave and go out into the world, and our worship is how we love our kids, or how we do our school, or, or all these sorts of things. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, getting to to lead people in that, and I think so much of my role is just reminding people of that, yeah. um, and why the Lord is 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 worthy of that. Um, yeah, is is I can't think of of anything better to do <laughs> man 
It's so good and refreshing. I really appreciate all of that. I appreciate your story really from the beginning to today and how God is continuing to unfold it. So thank Mm. you. Thank you so much for sharing today. Yeah, thank you. On behalf of the Grace Auburn Church family, thank you for listening to the Grace Auburn Church podcast. If you'd like more information about partnering with us and our mission or ways that you can get connected, please go to our website, graceauburn.church.